Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. Praise the Lord. Truly, we have the power if we stay connected to the power source. Amen. And that's our Lord. Amen. We stay connected to Him. We do have the power, power to overcome anything that comes against us. Amen. We're going to go over in the Second Kings, the sixth chapter, um, concerning uh, uh, the Syrian army and uh, Samaritan. So let's just read that uh, sixth chapter, verse twenty-four through thirty-one. And it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadon, king of Syria, gathered all his host and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and behold, they besieged it until an ass's head was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cab of dove's dung for five pieces of silver. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord do not help you, whence shall I help you? Out of the bed barn floor or out of the wine press and the king said unto her what ails you and she answered this woman said unto me give your son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow she so we boiled my son and did eat him and i said unto her on the next day give your son and that we may eat him and she said has, and she has hid her son. And it came to pass when the king heard the words of the woman that he rent his clothes and he passed by upon the wall and the people looked and behold, he had sackcloth within upon his flesh. Then he said, God do so and more also to me. If the head of Elijah's, the son of Sapphah, shall stand on him this day. Say, what we see here, the city was blockaded. Uh, no one could leave or no one could enter into the city. And the food supply actually had dwindled down to nothing. Uh, the people actually were starving to death. Even the rich couldn't buy a piece of bread. And the Bible tells us that even some of the people were actually eating the flesh of uh, their children. That sounds kind of crude, but that's the way it was at this point. The people begin to cry to the prophet of Elijah, who was with them at, the, at that point. And then over in chapter one, verse, chapter seven, verse one, uh, Elijah begins to prophesy that within 24 hours, uh, there would be, uh, they would be delivered. There'd, there'd be, um, it, the food would be such an extent that uh, they'd be plentiful. And he said that today the people can't even buy a little bit of flour for $100. That's pretty steep. But tomorrow at this same time, 
you'll be able to buy all the flour that you want. So actually, this is uh, Elijah prophesying. And so we read this in um, in uh, seventh chapter, verses 1 and 2. Read the uh, what the, uh, Elijah prophesied. Then Elijah said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a Lord on whose hand the king lend answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, you, sh you shall see it with your eyes and shall not eat thereof. Now we see here uh, uh, actually one of the men standing uh, near the, the king heard Elijah prophesy. And, and he, he uh, said, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? You know, this man was filled with doubt. And, you know, doubt is, will actually destroy anything that God can do. You know, you need to begin to realize that. He, he, he dealt, uh, uh, actually, Elijah dealt uh, God out of, I mean, he, this man dealt God out of the picture. We never want to do that because, you know, God is the one. He's our source, and he's going to see us through. Elijah looked at this man, and he said, Thou shalt see this with thine eyes, but thou shalt not eat. So uh, we must always guard our words. You know, it's something that we have the responsibility to deliver to us on the way. That's what Elijah told him. The man... Uh, I, actually, I should say the men that God used to bring deliverance were not uh, likely prospects. <laughs> we'll get to, we'll see that here in a moment. We, we were, I don't sound that. We more likely would not have chose this type of uh, deliverance. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. We see that all through the Word. These men, well, let me go about it. These men were four in number. They were sitting at the entrance of the gate of Samaritan. They had three strikes against them. Number one, they were limited in number. Number two, they were sick and with leprosy. And number three, they were near the point of starvation. And why in the world would you want to choose uh, this type of uh, deliverance, this type of person. But God knows what he's doing. Their situation couldn't have been any worse. In spite of the illness, in spite of their weakness, in spite of the number, they looked unto God. These men looked unto God, the source of the deliverance and supply. So because of their faith, now I want you to remember this, Faith is the substance of the thanks for, the, the things, the evidence are not seen. Because of their faith, they had a hope that they could make a breakthrough. Hebrews 11, chapter, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You know, it's our faith that gives substance to our hope. You think about that. 
Well, the first thing we see here of these leopards, they said here, uh, this is what they, this is uh, their words. He said, why sit here we and die? They could have uh, asked themselves, uh, I guess, unanswerable questions. They could have said, why has this happened to us? A lot of people do that. What have we done to deserve this? <laughs> I can hear people saying things like that. But you know, the thing is, this is the kind of question so many Christians engage in. <laughs> Why did this do? Why did that do? And we need to begin to get realize that's negative. Um, and this is negative confession when they do it, making our hopes even harder to be taken care of, making our petitions to the Lord where it's hard for him to answer. You know, in every, I guess, every um, situation, we speak negative or rise up in faith and tackle the problem. We need to begin to realize we need to rise up and tackle the problem. Uh, The lepers went on. We can do it. We can do what the the leopards did. We can do it. We can rise up, actually begin to move. Uh, why do we sit here until we die? Let's rise up. That's what the leopards said. Why don't we strike a blow for deliverance? Why don't we do something? Why don't I lay aside my doubts and my self-pity? Why don't I rise up inside and let my faith go to God. You know, then God, let me say that, then God can help and he will stop uh, and throw light upon the path, your path, as we, we begin to put our faith and trust in him. When we put our faith to work, our hope will have substance. Number one, God will make a way where there seems no way. Number two, he will show us a hole in the wall, so to speak, an oasis in the desert, I guess you could say, a path in the wilderness, a, a bridge across the river. He, he can show us things, and God can take care of it. I'm going to say this. There is nothing that God cannot do, but we've got to put our faith and trust in him. In Mark 11, chapter, verse 24, it says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. So it comes back to me. It comes back to you, doesn't it? The second thing they did, uh, it says they rose up from where they sat. Sometimes it's hard to rise up when we... uh, I guess when we're in a place where it becomes uh, uh, familiar or easy, I don't know exactly how to put that, but uh, you sat there long enough, you have some security in that place, I suppose. They had had before food brought to, to them in time past. Now they had to make a choice to rise up and face the enemy. So by faith, they rose up from where they said. And the third thing I see here is they went went forward. They began to move. They started out. They marched uh, by faith. Uh, no one has 
ever reach God without some kind of faith actually marching to him. We could use examples here, but the thing over and over, we've got to begin to move and begin to do something because then we're going to act upon them. Uh, over in the book of Joshua, you know, Joshua said, uh, if thou will meditate upon, God told him, Joshua 1.8, he said, thou meditate upon the word of God, then thou shalt have good, good success. So it's up to us, you know. The Bible says, the just shall live by faith. We will never reach uh, God except by faith. In Hebrews 11, chapter verse 6, I believe it is, it said, you must believe that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So it comes back to me, doesn't it? It comes back to you. So they started out. They started out on their, on their faith. Uh, it's, you know, it's, you just, I'm going to say this, not always a smooth sailing, but sometimes it's up and down. These men, they stumble, uh, they fell, sometimes they walk, sometimes they possibly, they crawled. So then the, we said the fourth thing, they, they continued. They continued to march on. They didn't give up. Sometimes when uh, you step out in faith, it's not uh, really smooth sailing because you're, you have uh, the battle of the flesh. The Bible says the flesh, uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, doesn't it? Yes, amen. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we go back. It's, I think that's uh, Mark, the 26th chapter, verse 41. So you look at these four men. They were hungry, but they marched on. They were sick, but they marched on. They were dying, but they marched on. Pain tortured them, but they marched on. You think about this. Uh, danger and deaths haunted them, but they marched on. They were alone in the night, but they marched on. Step after uh, uh, step was agony. Uh, they was uh, uh, painful, but they marched on. Uh, so... They, they, I guess you could say they believed God and put the faith in God, but they continued on heading uh, because God put in their heart and mind uh, faith to believe. So the four things the leopards did, I'm going to say this, the four things, there are, well, there were three things the leopards did, I guess you could say. They said, why do we sit here and die? Faith quickened them, and they rose up. The second thing, by faith, they rose up from where they sat. The third thing, they started out by faith and continued in faith, never stopped believing the Lord. So no matter, no matter what the problem is, if you will reach out and act in faith, I believe with all my heart, God will deliver or bring deliverance. Now, let me go back here. Said verse six in the in the uh, in the seventh chapter. Read verse six here if you got it there. I've moved it. Verse six in the seventh chapter. Seventh chapter, verse six. It says, "And the Lord had made the host of the Syrians." To hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host, 
And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians to come upon us. So what we see here in, in, in this uh, chapter 7, verse 6, this, uh, here they are, they, these lepers, they, 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 uh, all of a sudden they're marching on, and now the armies that surrounded the city, the Syrian army, had, they had gone to sleep because they were not uh, expecting an, an uh, attack. And, you know, God will never sleep. God never sleeps. So uh, he saw their faith of these four marcher on, I guess you could say. And I believe that he kind of smiled and said, that's my army. That's four men are my army. But anyway, suddenly, suddenly there was uh, the drumming of hoofbeats uh, of, of a thousand of the cavalry. There were shouts of 1,000 soldiers, and they rumbled and roared the chariots. They began to ride the chariots. Actually, God, there was no, no chariots there. There was no army coming against uh, to deliver uh, Elijah. And, and, uh, but the earth began to shake because God was answering the four young men. I say four young men. I don't know how old he was. But the Syrian army uh, wakened up and cried, and uh, cried out. And the king of Israel, he said, they have hard against us the armies of the Hittites, and let us flee for our lives. They didn't know it, but God, it was God's army of four men with faith. You know, sometimes we go through a situation. God can cause it to victory on what he does. How he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Amen. But anyway, uh, God made these four men sound like the thousand of men and thousand of chariots coming against uh, uh, the Syrian army. Amen. So, you know, no matter what you're going through, God can take care of it. It tells us that they became a blessing. These uh, four men became a blessing. Otherwise, and they gave their blessing. Actually, they gave it away. You know, when, they, uh, when we get blessed, a lot of times people, uh, when they're blessed, they kind of hold it in themselves. But uh, I believe we need to bless others ourselves when God blesses us. Amen. So anyway, we see deliverance because of four men's faith, four men. Here we are. You say, what about Elijah? Well, Elijah prayed, and God done the work. So when you put forth your prayers, let God do the work. God will do it for you. Amen. So anyway, we thank God for you listening in. I hope you got something out of this. And right now, I want to say this. If you're going through a difficult situation, uh, even uh, you think it's not that great, but God is able to take care of no matter what you go through. I mean, he's our, our source, our help, and he's going to get us through. And we're going to pray right now. I want you to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that the power of the Holy Spirit, I know that you're there. 
move upon those, O God, that are reaching out to you right now. And, Lord, I have the authority. You've given me the authority. You said, whatever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I bind the spirit of the enemy, the spirit of Satan, that tries to come against those that are listening in and that are taking a hold of, of, the, of you by their faith right now. I bind the spirit right now. And I bind you, devil, in Jesus' name right now. Loose these people for the glory of God. We give you praise, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.